0: I'm Nikolai Davidenka, you are listening to functional tennis podcast.
1: Welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast. Whether you're a new listener or been with us for a few episodes or the full 130 plus episodes, welcome. I'm Fabio Molly, your host, and I'm super excited to have former world number three and former end of year champion Nikolai Davidenko on today's episode. I'll throw it out there straight away. This is one of my favorite episodes so far. Nikolai was so open, shared a lot with us from his own career to his thoughts on the top four, insights into the game, retirement, fitness, mental strength, and a lot more. You're going to love it. So I hope you're on a drive, on a walk, or doing some cleaning at home. You're going to love this episode. If you happen to listen on Spotify, you can now add stars to our show. So please leave us a few stars on our podcast homepage on Spotify. And if you happen to listen on Apple podcast, please leave us a short review. Thank you in advance. Before we start, as usual, a shout out to our podcast sponsors, Slinger. If you're looking to improve your game or spend more time on court, check out the Slinger Bag, the portable ball machine that will help you perfect your game. Visit slingerbag.com to get all the details, or if you have any burning questions, feel free to reach out to me. Okay, here we go. Hi, Nikolai. How are you? Welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast.
0: Thanks. Thank you very much
1: absolutely a pleasure to have you on here tell me where about in russia are you now
0: now is in moscow it's always well of be in moscow we empire apartment in 2010 here with my wife and um, moved to moscow already right at this time because uh, we like city, it's big city. Uh, it's interesting for us to be in Russia, and uh, I love here. You know to stay here. Okay, now it's cool. It's minus. Yesterday was minus twenty. Now it's minus minus twelve degrees. Wow. It's pretty cool snow, but it's very good New Year will be
1: nice. <laughs> you grew up in Moscow, or what town were you from?
0: No, I'm from uh, Ukraine. I'm oh. born in Ukraine, you know in the small city and then moved moved to Russia at eleven. when I was eleven years old, um, go to Volgograd. It's like a part of well, also a big city. it's um, like say one million people you know in the city is a, yeah. a big city. And uh, with my brother, uh, he he' teach me there, you know, play tennis. Uh, and uh, after like saying uh, 15 years old, I was uh, moved to Germany with him okay. because practicing, you know, they're better tournament played better because at this time in Russia was not so easy time to play tennis. There was no tournament, no chance to get money or play tennis anymore, you know, just Practicing, yes, but not uh, tournament. No, you, I don't see. We don't see the futures in tennis here.
1: Practice indoors was a lot of indoor yeah, courts and. Uh,
0: yeah, no, it's uh, before. No, it was time. Uh, we have time to practicing uh, when uh, it was not in Moscow. It was in Volgograd. It was okay, good time for practicing, but travel it was difficult because we need money for travel. Russia is a big uh, country. Traveling it's very tough. You know to come. I play only. Three, four tournament in a year. It was not so easy. And when I come to Germany, I can't play every week or every month, one one tournament a month, I can play 12, 20 tournament, you know, it's very really different because we travel by by the car, by train. And, you know, it's like we don't need to get the air, airplane yeah. and we don't need to, you know, move to the other countries. I can play in Germany so many tournament, you know, or like uh, past like in France or in Belgium, in uh, Netherlands and all Europe, it was easy to travel and play their tournament.
1: And how are things in Russia now. It's a bit easier to play tournaments if you're a young kid.
0: And now we have tournaments start, you know, like I see is uh, so many kids play tennis here, so many tournaments, like only in Moscow, you know, you can see every week, end of the week, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, have small tournament for the kids, like six, seven, eight years old, 10, 12, 14. Every club provide every week like tournaments and end of the week and uh, it was enjoyed for the parents good for the uh, clubs is good and for the kids it's the most important yeah I, like always the, we play here tournaments tennis and it's already <coughs> many clubs here it's really okay. now uh, like like say i'm practicing when i play tennis now i play with my daughter and with an other kids it's 16 cores in indoors it's mm-hmm. really good and now you see in the minus 20 in the indoors is very warm i like in t-shirt shorts it's not cold like in uh, France uh, or in germany you know who like mm-hmm. say okay electricity is too too expensive or something you know yeah. we have here yeah, we have have gas you know it's no problem <laughs>
1: that's funny that's, it is I have been to some of those centers and you're in a barn and it's absolutely freezing <laughs> but uh, when was the, the path I'm going to be professional tennis player were you 12 13
0: no it was not belief or dream it was not dreaming it's not believing it's not any chance to think and I will be somebody you know like say no be professional it's not be in my mind. I just, you know, come to every tournament. Like, say, okay, automatically, okay, I'm player. Okay. I'm junior. Yes. We try this tournament. Okay. Then next step, step by step. It's a uh, feeling. Okay. Now I play. I can play futures. I'm 18 years old. I start a li- little bit not early, like say later. I was not so strong. <laughs> like Alcaraz in 16 yeah <laughs> on 18 i was like uh, very skinny and i have no so much power on 18 um, okay i uh, start to play futures it was like in spain many tournaments because it was satellite and uh, when I came first time to Spain, I was surprising, it was amazing tennis, it was different. It's like for me it was like deep between German tennis, Russian or in Spain, it's so completely different. And I lost like first round because I can't play against Spanish guy because always the topspin, topspin. Because in, in Germany and Russia, everybody hit flat. Uh, fast, tries strong and no long braille. Yeah. Like say yeah. everybody try to make winners. And then in Spain, only top spins, top spin and <laughs> I have no chance to, to kill these guys. And then after this one, I was also practicing Spain. I was recognized, like I uh, say, I was start to be um, thinking how to get, you know, to split these two, two things to be, to play myself, spin and flat. You know, in the points uh, when I can mix my game. And then it was start to help me, you know. And when I was start 18, 19, 20, I start to practice in different uh, motion. I, I do with different way. I can do with topspin play. I can play with Spanish guy when I play topspin and then start to attack Spanish guy when I have chance. That was, and then uh, slowly I was feeling I can beat with guys like Nadal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in hardcourt. <laughs> I mean, then uh, for me, Spanish guy was start to be easier. I mean, all this spin, uh, for me, it's no problem. With start.
1: You beat all the top guys. You beat Federer, <laughs> you beat Murray, you beat Nadal, Djokovic, Rodok, Vavrinka. You beat them all. But Nadal's the one you had to win in
0: record again. Yeah, but only in hardcourt. I never beat him in clay. It's not chance. I, have a, I get a chance in Rome, I remember. It was, I think, semi-final Rome. I played good. We played three sets. Uh, we played three hours. Uh, it was good, um, uh, match, but I was dying. <laughs> like I said, I have no chance because I have no power anymore, you know? And Nadal was still running and he put, you know, pressed me and then he killed me at the end of the match. You know, I have no power. Like it's the same was no power against Puerta and Roland Garros semi-final, um, 2006, I think. I fought two in fifth set for me and I lost 6-4 because it was my last uh, power when I was using.
1: Uh, is it just the weight of every ball finally takes its toll on the body?
0: Yeah, sometimes you need... I have good tennis, I have good technically, I I know I can good move, fast move, but sometimes you need to get so strong power like now, guys, like now playing, yeah? Like say Zverev, mm. like a team like Tzipas. You know, Visa Medvedev, like now you see he, how he's strong. He, he can play now running five, five sets and yeah. you know, not to be dying on court. For me it was uh, different. If you see easy for me, b- winning like, uh, Masters, like Shanghai, Miami, you know, in three sets. Yeah. Like London, I won in three sets. It's, it will be, it will be London in five sets. So I have no chance to win because it's, you need so much power. I remember when I was uh semi final I play against um, Federer mm. in London. I was three sets I won and next day against Del Potre before the match I don't know what I need to do. I was completely dead. I say I'm so tired, I don't know what I need to do in final. You know, okay. it was my warm up was five minutes. I don't know how how you can get power back, yeah. you know. And with and, uh, power, you know, in sometimes you in concentration or somewhere you find you just come to the match, you concentrate, and you say, okay, now I, I don't need to play three sets match. Now I need to win in two sets. <laughs> just go and say I need to play faster, faster, and more faster, just to kill this guy. And uh, how possible not to go in long rally?
1: Oh, you did that.
0: Yeah, it was help, yeah, and that was it's lucky.
1: That semi-final was the first time you beat Federer.
0: Yes, yes, I remember.
1: What did you do differently that day?
0: If you see the match completely after I like say now like in a fa- couple of years ago I see my semi-final against Federer again and like I see how I won this match. If you see sometimes I was already I winning, I play good, I start to win, win, win and then sometimes Exactly the important points, like by deuce, by like game uh, important. Mm. Who will be lucky at this point? And in London, I was lucky, you know, okay. because I played twelve, thirteen times against him. I, I have, I have set points. I have so much served for the set, and I can win. He was lucky every time at this time, you know, twelve times. I like, yeah. not, not twelve, but. Half time, like six times when I play against him, he was lucky to beat me. And the important points because if you see, that we play tie breaks, we play by he he win like seven, six, seven, five, or he won in three sets match. And we are like uh, fighting, fighting, yeah. and end of the match, end of the set, if something happen who will be. Mentally stronger, how will be more good get concentration and for sure signing for the gut or something, I don't know, will be the lucky points to win this match.
1: It must get harder each time. Let's say you play Federer, one, two, three, and he wins these big points. Yeah. Every time you play him, then there's more pressure on you.
0: Yes, it's pressure, but I, I try to get a different way to win him. You know, I try to get, okay, today I will try to play different tennis. Next time, okay, now, now I lost, okay. Now I try to get different. <laughs> it's every time, 12 times I try <laughs> to get something different. Now in, in London, it was, I, I didn't try something different. I say, I play my game. I play how I can play. I play very good there and I try to do my best to. Win there, and it's help.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a, that was an unbelievable, win unbelievable tournament because who you beat Nadal, you lost to Djokovic.
0: Yeah, I lost Djokovic three sets. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: beat Nadal, and then was who else was in the draw? Was Soderling, in the, Soderling, oh, Soderling, Soderling in the yeah. third match, and Soderling
0: then, is the most difficult guy there. Really? Why? Because he was the time he, I think he was in the final uh, Roland Garros, and. Unbelievable surf balls. He hit so fast, surf and then forehand, you know, and was so tough to control, like make some um, break points, or, you know, and to tie break is uh, not so easy to come with him. He was played so good this year and uh, the return for me was, okay, I'm returning good. But this guy, like hitting like 200 more, 200 kilometers per hour in the lines. I mean, so many aces and hit so fast. And I start to think how I need to, to break him. How, what I need to do. And then I start to block returns, only block. I mean, like, like volley, say like this. Yeah. And after this, I see I have chance because I start to return. Doesn't matter how. Just ball ball come to back, you know, to yeah. him, and then I start to get chance, you know. Or he hit winner, or he make mistake, and then an important point, he start to make mistake. I won the game. Well, obviously
1: you have played him and Del Potro a few times. Who hit a bigger forehand?
0: The biggest forehand. I mean, from everyone. I mean, still feather, Because why? He's not biggest. He's the fastest. The most fastest forehand from Federer, he give me no chance. He hit ball like, um, long. I mean, like, you know, if he hit the, uh, forehand, say to the baseline, mm. like he moved me back a couple meters back from baseline. I think like one, two meters, I go back and then I lose situation. I lose my control because then I pl- start to play shortly. That oh, yeah. was, uh, and then he just started to press me, and um, he go to the volley, and guys like Del Potra, like Soderling, everyone, he stay from the baseline, couple meters from the baseline, yeah, and hit from there. Oh. I have time, I have time to prepare, I have time to get back, you know, I have time to control all mm. this forehand, all this game, uh, for, from everyone. This is only Feather come to the you now pressing, like get from forehands, like say well, anyone, no Fed, no, no Djokovic, no Nadal, no anyone, no Mari, nobody uh, hit forehand so get pressure from, you know, from because uh, Feather play not only fast, uh, he's not big forehand, he's fast forehand and go to the lines. I mean, very go you know, so fast and all back and forehand, you don't know really. You start to move. And you start, you cannot attack anymore. you already, you already defense, like say.
1: Was his the best disguised?
0: I mean, he's the best forehand, like say. Oh, full stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean like this. Not backhand. Backhand is, is the poor. I mean, this is so bad. I play <laughs> only to the backhand that he can play. He just slicing, he's slicing and that's it. It is easy. Yeah.
1: He got better after you finished playing this backhand improved.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe. But anyway, like backhand... Uh, top spin from Federer it's not so it's normal it's not so problem
1: you've played them all who mm-hmm. for you is the greatest tennis player in that generation of players
0: okay I remember I remember I remember Djokovic uh, Zerif say Djokovic the most greatest player
1: mm.
0: um Maybe by the titles, maybe now from the Grand Slam, maybe for the Masters. He won so many now, he just make records. But the games, because greatest for me still feather, but technically tennis. Yeah, forehand, like say, surf, how the mentally he stay on court, how he move on court. Yeah. He's the, the guy who is just show how the tennis, the most improving tennis in the world. Djokovic, he's the fighter. Djokovic technically I don't like Djokovic how he played. But he's fighting good, mm-hmm. he just have good control. He moving on court, unbelievable. He passing the you know lines and he can he good returning. But he that's what you know he get forehand back and everything control. Yeah, that's what he okay. win match and he's improved now serve. But still, technically I like more feather. And, uh, how he just moving and on and everything. And, you know, if like Federer be now at this time, not Djokovic, I mm-hmm. think still, you know, play against Medvedev, like team, Tzipas yeah. and everyone with a good condition. I think Federer will be winning still Grand Slam and everything. This guy is, uh, still on top. Okay. After Djokovic, Nadal and Mari like this. And uh, this guy's Nadal say Djokovic Mari. It's the same level already, you know, these three guys be the same. Okay, like say, Murray is still number four after yeah. Djokovic-Nadal, like this, because he didn't win so much Grand Slam, he didn't win so much Master. I remember when I was playing against Murray, he's like, he pissed me off when I was, he was running 10 meters from the baseline touch every point, you know, fighting for every point. And then, you know, we play, like, from baseline 20 times and 30 times. And then I see how he, like, you know, uh, if you remember face how he starts to, you know, tire it, you know? I yeah. oh, pff, oh pff. you know, I mean, oh, okay, come on, he's tired, tired. and then next point he running again 30 times. <laughs> I, what the fuck is this? I say. He's like, show me how he's tired, how he's (laughs) difficult now, but still moving five sets, no problem, you know? This is the Murray face, like say, he always like this. Playing with your head. Yeah, yeah, it's just, but uh, physically, that's what he get operation. That's what he get the problem with the hip, hip, yes. And uh, because he moves so much, you know, in his career uh, and so much running, you know, against everyone. Because he didn't play um, attack. He didn't attack, you know, tennis. If you remember how Murray played, he just only get defense, defense. And then the guy tried to attack and make mistake, mostly like this was. Murray never did so much pressure on the player. Murray always gets so unbelievable defense. And everybody losing because you come to my oh I play against Mari, no, no chance. You know, like start to attack, attack, make mistake. And that's it, and Mari winning matches like this well, was
1: like, you mean,
0: <laughs> no, it's unbelievable. He gets so good feeling when I remember when I was trying attack and go to the net, he just from 10 by 10 meters from baseline, push me on the my legs, the ball. And then I cannot try to get volley. I was then volley so bad. He just move to the net again <laughs> and then make some winners. You know, like, make some easy-than-point. Correct. I mean, uh, these guys get good feeling on hand and hands, you know, hangelings and everything.
1: Which guy, obviously you said Murray, frustrated you? Which one absolutely frustrated you the most? Was there one person who just brought out the worst in you?
0: Uh, you know, I like to play against Murray because um. Like this game, you know, he defends, I was attacked, we Mm -hmm. play long rally against Djokovic, the same play long rally against Feder. Okay, it was not wrong, long rally, but you can find some solution. Nadal only long rally, you know, it's like no chance to get like shot, you know, you cannot hit in two two points. I mean, win it, but the boss for me, difficult guys, it's American guys. I play against Spanish guys, I like, I play French guys. Okay, French guy like Tsonga was also not so easy guy. This one who didn't like to play long, really. Uh, he just hit surf, volley, like return, play in two, three. I remember when I lost against these guys, Americans like uh, like James Blake, like say, mm. um, oh, like Isner, you know, these guys try only surf, try to make, you know, from, I have not so good surf. I didn't hit very fast. Sometimes I just surf like 170, 180 kilometers per hour from the first surf, make spin and play baseline. Mm-hmm. And these guys, doesn't matter how it's happening, he just come to the baseline, to the 40 and hit fast how possible. Make mistake or winner, that's it. Never try to, you know, put uh, like balls to the court and play rally. These guys didn't like to play rally. He just, guys, doesn't matter what's happened, we hit full power and that's it. It was, that was, for me, was difficult to play against Ongan, like uh, James Blake, just, um, I remember Isner, I remember... Um,
1: you played Roderick.
0: Uh, Roderick, I remember Roderick, but Roderick uh, played, really. I, oh. I, I beat him in Miami, I remember, in quarterfinal, when I was Miami 1, he got unbelievable serve. But after surf he attacked by the forehand. But if you play mine, like say, if I play my serve, we just he just running, he plays spin and like mm-hmm. uh, like same normal. He play normal rally. He like to play also, not not only you know serve and return. Yeah. Let's say. <laughs> but uh, that's difficult way. I mean for me because I like to play rally. I like to control the game. If only will be serve and return. I can't control the game. Then I don't know what's happened. Then yeah. I start to be nervous. I don't know what will be happen because I don't know how this guy will be returning or how will the guy be serving because I only these two points. I don't know what will be happen, you know, in the game. And now, you know, I see these futures, like say tennis is big power. If you see it also sometimes it's only serve. Okay. Not return, not big returns, but surf. Yeah. Most everybody like high, you know, one nineteen, mm. one one two meters guys. Like you see yeah. Zverev, Tetsipas, everybody is so tall. Guys, so good surf first. If you remember in Turin, how Zverev surf, you know, yeah. first surf is also very fast. And then, okay. Try to make some rallies. If you see the now is tall guys. Make good rallies also. Yes. This is change. Tennis is start also change. It was unbelievable. Has start to move. Made very fun court with to- tall guys. If you if I see twenty years ago, tall guys never good moving on court. No. Now it's already start to be better. You know it. No, maybe something change on the practicing. Maybe ch- now start to con- concentrate on the legs with guys and get something different tennis. But I remember tall guys say, okay, I have my serve, why I need to run? Why I need yeah. to play long rally? I just serve till tiebreak and then we'll see what has happened. Now yeah. it's okay. Now it's serve and now we try to after return play rally, try to win already with long rally you to play like this.
1: Yeah, those guys like Zarev moves. If you look at him, he moves like Schwartzman, like he moves like somebody small. There's still the tall, awkward players out there. They're not all good movers as him. But two things: you retired in 2013.
0: Yeah, after Paris, Roland Garros, I lost the first round. I was preparing for the Roland Garros. I say, I say, okay, maybe I have chance. I maybe I have chance to do some still play because I I didn't decide like before Roland Garros. I didn't decide already. I will be quit. I decide after the match. <laughs> I yeah. don't know why. <clears throat> it's really, it was like this. I was um, practicing, like I have two weeks practicing, or well, let's say 10 days to two weeks practicing before on the prepare for, for match. And then I come to the match, I try and I see a losing easy. I mean, I have no chance. I was try, try something. My legs is not good. I play tennis different and I lost in four sets match and I just go to the locker room after the match, I say, I quit like this. That was I it? Say, okay. Yeah, I say, I think I'm already done because if I lose like this matches, I think I, I can't play anymore. And then I decide, okay, stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you completely, that was it. <laughs> Game over, stop.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I say I say, I, nobody knows. No, nobody knows. No, my coach already like say no. So it's, he's, he, no, he, my brother tell me, okay, maybe, okay, give break, take yeah. time. I say, okay, it will take time. But uh, I, uh, mm. I, I say, okay, I put my records you know, in some garbage and that's it.
1: <laughs> Looking back, would you do that again? If you're in that situation?
0: Okay. If I look back, okay, I get some problems, you know, with injuries, my toes. It was long, it's already start, you know, and I have some injuries and I have problems, you know, for them moving when i start to move i cannot the problem is it's uh, i can't play tennis like say but when i was top 10 and then my ranking go back you know after under 50 60 and i will be after on maybe i will be 89 in the world mm. this is the pressure when i start to re- losing my ranking and i don't want to go back to the qualifying i don't want to back to play challenger i don't want to back to Start, you know, to play Mm. first round against top seeds guys, like say a first round against like Djokovic, yeah? Yeah. And then you for sure, I'm for sure losing because uh, I have no chance because uh, against Djokovic, good play in the semi final on the finals. Because I'm prepared, I'm feeling good. My yeah. uh, mentally, I feel good. I'm, uh, you know, physically good. But if you come for first round and play against uh, top guys, you really um, chance um, have completely no chance. And then I decide, okay, my can go down, and I don't know, need to change my practicing, make more, more physically, and start to be stronger. Like say, you see how the Djokovic say or Federer, Nadal say. Tennis has changed. We are start to be older. We need physically to be more stronger. Yeah. Okay. I tried. I was 30 years old. I was 30. Wait, I was 33 years old. Like say, yeah, 34. Mm. And for sure, I need to be physically stronger. Tennis was okay. Tennis the same. Tennis didn't change. But my legs need to be stronger and need to be more physically. But I can't. My toes kept, kept okay. pain. I start to be injury. I cannot to be physically stronger. That's what I decide if I can't be physically stronger on court, how I can play tennis after. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can go to play losing my first round again. Okay, maybe I was lucky with tennis, I will be win. But then second, third round, I will be lose again. And will be my career start to be 100, 120 like this. Okay, against this guy, I can win. But against top guys, like top 20 guys, it's no chance if you're not good prepared you know, on the match. That's mm-hmm. it.
1: This podcast is brought to you by ASICS tennis. Asics is a Japanese company founded in 1949 with the purpose of giving more people the opportunity to experience how sport and movement can have a positive impact on mental well-being. They just launched their most innovative tennis range ever. Get the new Court FF3 Novak or Gel Resolution 9 at Asics.com Asics Tennis have also just launched their new Court FF3 Novak, the only tennis shoe designed with Novak Djokovic's input. To learn more about Asics Visit our website www.assics.com. Yeah. What did you do then after you retired? Did you take a big break? Did you go straight into coaching?
0: It was break. It was break for years. Okay. I didn't see the tennis. I didn't touch racket because um, I was, uh, like, say, with my daughter. Uh, you know, then in 2012, my daughter burned. Yeah. And uh, 2015, son was, you know, come to the in, yeah. everybody in Moscow. And just we, I, I was in Moscow at this time, mostly. I didn't go anyway. sometimes like you know vacations, but most of my base time uh, from at uh, least was on only Moscow. Like see, it, it was already started. When I buy, we, we buy apartment in 2010, we started to base in Moscow, mm-hmm. not any, in any country, because before was Germany was for me practicing time only. Because my brother lived there, he get academy, and uh, when I travel by the tournaments, like say I play tournaments uh, every week, mostly mm. like say I play every week, and then I have like a couple days when I lose the match, or I have two, three days, five days before the tournament, I go to Germany to my with, to my brother academy, practicing there, preparation for the tournament, and travel after. And when I get vacation, I say, when I get time, I move to Moscow and I stay here. Yeah. And from 2010, I start to mostly stay mostly in Russia time. For me, like, say, everybody thinking I'm in Germany, I live in Germany. say, no, no, I never live in Germany before, like, say, when I start. For me, Germany was only training base you know it's like practicing base it's like academy and uh, I can good preparation there we have tennis court we have indoors we have outdoors and uh, I have many times how I want I don't need yeah. to pay for the courts yeah that's so say uh, I have this is for me the most important eh? and travel like say from Germany fly to any country in the world was easy you know mm. get airport Frankfurt you know and then you can go mm, everywhere to the tournaments
1: yeah. When was the first time then you you picked up a racket again?
0: It was time I think uh, uh two thousand eighteen. Wow. Yes. Uh, my wife. I sit on the chair, my on the sofa. My wife come to me and say, "What are you sitting? You know, go to do something. You know." You <laughs> and then I say, "Okay." And that it was time. I remember. And then I just send the message to to. Kunitsin Davis Cup kept no, to Tarpychev uh, to Russian Federation. It was time uh, Russia play against uh, Belarus in Moscow Davis Cup okay. in two thousand eighteen, and then say okay come is uh, like, come to help us you know like yeah. just uh, and just, I was enjoying you know week with the guys there. Um, it was Medvedev Rublev Hachanov. You know, Dansko, everybody was already in 2018 to prepare for Davis Cup. And then I started to also, these guys already connection uh, with the federation connection. And, and then Tarpishov um, called me say, uh, I have for you, like, uh, no, come to me. And then sit one father. And uh, he's looking for the coach for the guy six seventeen 17 years old. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I say, or, and Tarpishov said, well, look, this is, Nikolai can help <laughs> like say yeah. I say okay I try you know I can I will test him and then we'll see if you want I can try to pract- well start to be coach like say like say I start coaching B from 2018 well, like say, but I mean I, it was not my daughter it was like guys 16 17 years old and um I started coaching him a couple of years like say like this
1: and tell me, so more recently, you've your own academy now?
0: No, my brother have academy in okay. Germany. Okay. Okay. Own own academy, but not own. It's like he renting the court. Okay. Yeah, he uh, property not. We don't have properties like in Moscow. I start is not academies. We start like same. Improve my name. Acad- it's school tennis school. Davidenko. It's like mm, the same. Like mm, more information. Base, it's, we have comp- different base. I can uh, coaching in every club, like okay. say, but academy, it's like say online academy, which one I have, like say my kids, like my guys, I can practicing with guys in every clubs when okay. I want or like location, like say now we have, I have two location now. I go there and there and then because they Parents or, like, kids live more there, like, because, you know, in Moscow, like, say, by the traffic uh, going not so easy, it's um, it's uh, like London, I mean. I go by the car every every day, one hour to the club and come back. I mean, like, I spend in the car three hours every day. It's a lot. Yeah. In Germany, I spend the car, like, 15 minutes. I mean, yeah, and practicing all day in 15 minutes back. Now, yeah. like, three hours I spend only in the car. Well. Say, yeah, this is to go. And this is not easy. And that was location. It's, um, to make here in, um, in Moscow for practicing is not so easy. That's what's like, say, on, we have no, nobody practicing here, like Rublov, Hachanov, Medvedev, uh, nobody practicing in Moscow. It's tough. It's not so easy. Always traveling or always uh, driving to the club. It's, it's not true. so easy. Yeah.
1: Karatsav. Yeah. He was such a surprise on the ATP <laughs> circuit. Like, did you know? Like I had some friends, some of the Irish guys here, had played him and beaten him a few years ago. So, um, when I look back at those results, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And for you, was that a shock seeing him do so well, or did you know he would do?
0: I I didn't know him well. I remember, in also, like, say in 2018, 2019, no, 18, he played futures in Moscow. Futures, <laughs> yeah. you know, he was like. 600 I think, or like 500 in the world i saw him he lost like final, but he played the same game on clay he mm-hmm. hit ball fast i saw but he made mistakes you know like normal he just fighting yeah. i see he hit fast I see how he played he returning try to get more faster you know serve and hit ball only flat and fast you know I see and say, well, how's like say how's possible to play and play like this? No, no mm. chance. I mean he can't play. For sure he lost because no control. And after like say, yeah, he will start to come back. But if you remember, I think he it's a pandemic like me when it was start to be, you know, everybody closing and start to be virus everywhere, yeah. you know. Everybody starts sit at home, you know, like a couple months in 2019, after Indian wealth.
1: Yeah, 20. You
0: remember? 20. 2020. 2020. Ah, sorry, sorry, 2020. 1920, 20, like all the same. Yeah, it was Indian <laughs> wealth, 20 a.m. Yeah, Moscow also closed for a couple of months, like okay. um, till June. We started practicing in June because every every club was closed. Everything is closed. From June, we started already practicing collapses. Some clubs like private clubs (laughs) will be opening for us and we are just go (laughs) practicing (laughs) at this time. I think everybody practicing and then start to be in 2020 was start to be couple tournaments. If Mm. you see how the Karatsu start to play challengers, he won't start to win challengers. yeah? Yeah. At this time he got the motivation. I think he won this match in mentally he something changed. Tennis mm-hmm. was the same, maybe he will start to be better. And for him, this this couple months, two three months for the break, help him. It was six months no tournament was, yeah, it's like this mm-hmm. on, by ATP2. But this time for somebody help helping, for somebody it was not helping. But for Karatev yeah. it's like only practicing, he just like say reboot. Completely. The body, he rebooted completely Head start to play again and start to win some matches. Then what's happening? Win challenger, again challenger. And mentally he start to think, okay, now I'm somebody, I'm winner-ready challenger. Why maybe I can come to the ATP Tour. It's the same like me. If I remember when I start to play Futures, I won my Futures 1, final, finals. I come to the challenger. And I lost first round qualifying. <laughs> uh, yes. And I was, yeah. I was surprised. I go, wow. Wow. What is the tennis damn challenger? Futures. I was unbelievable. Good. And then come to challenger. and Then guys kill me there. And qualify. And then, okay. I said, I was disappointed. and saying, ah, it was mentally also destroyed. Uh, I need to come back to Futures. And then my brother said, let's go to the ATP tour. Amsterdam was ATP. Mm. for the qualifier, I was signed for qualifier. I was in and qualifying and then I win qualified and beat Zabaleta 50 years. Uh, he was 50 uh, ranking. Yeah. And um, come to the semifinal ATP Tour from the Futures and yeah. Challenger Qualifier losing first round. I didn't play Challenger before. And come and play semi-final CTP2. I was, wow, my, my mind was completely broken. I was, wow, I was well, mentally it was start to be so strong. I say confidence was unbelievable. I say, and then I come to the ready to the long, uh, England. I was, my ranking was already high. So I started and then I was already number two seats and challenger. Yeah. <laughs> <say>. <laughs> and then I play already semi-final challengers. <laughs> Because well, uh, confidence will change. Tennis the relief. same. You see how is it? Believe like say tennis. Everybody plays this most the same thing. Tennis. The problem way is the confidence. You lost match, your confidence go down completely. You can be destroyed with here. And then if you win something big, something big match, or you kill somebody who is the ranking unbelievable high, your confidence will be so high start to be. Mm-hmm. And then you come to the match, you're already a different guy. And then yeah. you play uh, but you play the same tennis. But you're a different guy. And you start to winning already before you lost. How I say the point points is last point on the game. And if you win, you win the match, you win the set, you win the game. Or you lost the same. Yeah. And then you see this is the I say easy way. Like Easy it tennis. <laughs> <about> well,
1: <laughs> it's, it's kind of, you mentioned, you talk a lot about the mental side, of the game, the confidence. But anybody, I mentioned your name to, the thing that comes up, the two things. One is mental strength and footwork. But where did you get your mental strength from?
0: From practicing. Just practicing. Um, because how is my brother say me? It's the important words, what he say. He tell me, you come to the court, you have two hours practicing now. For me, please, doesn't matter what you do before or after the court. Anyway, you can do everything, what you like. But on court, these two hours, please, 100% concentration, you know, push all ball, you know, just to practicing so hard how you can, you know. And that's Mm -hmm. it. And after this word, I said, okay, only two hours. From 24 hours, only two hours, I need to do my job, like say, concentrate 100%, concentrate maximum, do hard work, how's possible. And I did. And this is the training. How is it come? You know, by the practicing, every practicing, if like I concentrate one hour nonstop, now on court, every point I concentrate, I don't do any, try to do no mistake. I try to do no easy way. I like relax my body at this okay. time. And then it's already, it's come to the match already the same. Concentration is coming already from the practicing. It's not like an easy way. Okay, I am now relaxed and then let's do concentrate. And then you will be trying. It's no chance. It's not not like, it's not like, it's working not like this. It's so many years, it's so many years practicing.
1: So your practice sessions are pretty intense.
0: Yes. Yes. It's like this, it's no, no chance. You can do different way. Because it's the same, it's the same I do my daughter. I say, my daughter, try to concentrate every point. You have only what two hours practicing every day. Okay, show me the best what you can do, you know. i no relax. try to hard walk, and that's it. That, that's this is the from the kids you are growing up.
1: And was there anybody you really liked practicing with? And anybody, let's say, I'm, you, I'm not sure if you ever practiced with Fognini, who you didn't like practice with because they were too relaxed.
0: No, Fognini, I tell you, Fognini on tournament. Yeah. On tournament. He's a guy who's relaxing, but he's shown, you know, he just tried to be like this. Mm. But if you speak with guys uh in Italy at home, how he's just practicing. Yeah. He's practicing hard. He's just very good in condition. He can practicing cup two, three hours and four hours a day. He, because if like this, how he just roll on the tournament practicing, (laughs) he will be never be good. But at home, he prepare very well. No, but if you see like guy, everybody, how these guys on tournament, like all guys, we are like fans now. Like, I mean, normal people watch on TV, professional player. Yeah. Everybody watch these guys on tournaments. Yeah. How these guys. Moving how this guy's playing how this guy's doing, yeah but nobody speaks or nobody see how these guy's practicing at home and nobody see how nobody can see like this you know everybody thinking, "Oh I can do the same like everybody see on, to- on like Fognini do on practicing on tournament oh everybody do the same Ah <laughs> oh, no, now we need to do like this because look how he practices. Oh, I, um, I will do the same. I will be like Fognini. It's yeah. stupid things what I see yeah. in my life. True. But, but this is like, is like, say, dream. Different, you know, it's two different worlds. Practicing at home and practicing in the tournaments. On the tournament. I mean, because on tournaments you're not practicing. You just prepare for the match. You just uh, need to feel the balls. You need to feel the court surface. You just need to feel the weather, you feel everything because you come every tournament you change, you just travel to every week is different feeling, different balls, different weather, different surface, different clay course. You come for the clay course is every court, clay is different. Yeah. Bounce is different, you know, balls is different, heavier, lighter, and you just prepare, you have couple days, like one, two days to prepare for the match. And like every guy is preparing different. Like for me, you prepare like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's how everybody how like to prepare.
1: The work's done at home. And then, as like you say, you <laughs> yes, just get a yes. feel for it. But w- w- y- so your daughter, you have two kids. Uh, three. Th- oh, three, sorry. Uh, so how old are they?
0: Four. Yesterday was, wait, wait, wait. No, before <laughs> yesterday. 21st, he got born, uh, birthday. Oh, nice. No. Four. So, four
1: I, yeah. so how old are they?
0: Ah, uh, now is nine, six, and four.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, brilliant! And tell me, so I've seen the videos of your nine-year-old play, who has ridiculously fast racket head speed. Is her dream to be a tennis player? No dream. No,
0: like me. Like- it's not dream. He just. I, I ask her, uh, "Do you want to go to the practice?" She say, "She say yes." <laughs> yeah. I say, "Let's go up Okay. <laughs> I just tell. No, he just. She just uh, try to do what I say. <laughs> that's
1: it. It's, no. no,
0: but she's not like, say, fan of the tennis. She's mm-hmm. not watching the tennis. She just, like, I, I was also not watching the tennis. Never. I'm not a fan was of the tennis. Maybe it's, maybe this is the problem. Maybe it was, that's was, I was not number one in the world. That was, I, I didn't want Grand Slam because I don't love tennis so much. Like, say, like these guys uh, from top. Yeah. Mm. I just play tennis. It was my job. I just, you know, how I say, I want to be good. You know, I want to do the best. I just push myself how to be the best. But it was not my love. Like us okay. say, it's not, yeah. it, was diff- it was different. Yeah. And I don't know, Mike. kids, maybe it will be love later. But I didn't see so much love now on tennis. Yeah. Just practice, like say, a just just chop, like say, how go to the school? She just go to the tennis, you know, practicing there.
1: You're more of a fan of tennis now than you were before.
0: No, because I no. No, now I watch because I start to be commentator on Eurosport in oh, Russia. No. Oh, great! That was I commentators, uh, Medvedev finals and in uh, finals, semifinals, Turin, and uh, now Australia Open. I will be commentator also. As,
1: uh, Russian.
0: Right. I don't not only maybe, but mostly I like to commentate Russian player. We just seek out the plan and then uh, we see a commentator here.
1: Nice. That's good. That's good. And tell me, what advice, So I'm gonna, we asked a lot of our guests this, but what advice do you have for young kids out there who love tennis and maybe want to be professional when they're older?
0: Uh, advice for the kids. Everybody say, enjoy tennis. If you, uh, some guys who enjoy tennis, only enjoy tennis, never be professional player. It's, you need not only enjoy tennis, you need to feel it will be a hard job with enjoying. If you enjoy and start to be walk, like say, push yourself and enjoy together, can be Professional player like this, but only enjoy it doesn't help so much. You need
1: the work. You need the work. You need to enjoy the
0: grind. You need, or if you not enjoy, you need also walk, but walk double, (laughs) or you enjoy and you walk hundred percent, it will be result.
1: Okay, thank you very much, nikolai Really appreciate that, and yeah, wish all the best. Uh, Move forward to family and the tennis and the commentating. Thank you. Thanks thank you for listening. I really hope you found that as enjoyable as I did. I'll be back next week. And until then, goodbye, get out there and hit some balls and let's crack on with 2022.